There you go, buddy. We love you, man. This church loves you. We believe in you. You're not alone. You're not alone when you're traveling out. You got us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all be seated just You look like you had fun. Look like you had a good morning. And now it's my turn. Amen. You know, I am the most blessed, in my opinion, pastor anywhere. I, you know, I love music. And I love, I get to have friends like this. And I get to sit down there every once in a while and just hush and let the Lord work on me a little bit. And I just love it. I mean, I get to live in this town. Are you kidding me? Came here right out of, right out of a, not even quite out of college yet when I came. And Lord has just blessed me. Doesn't mean I don't have some scars. But boy, am I ever blessed. Amen. Don't ever feel sorry. Oh, I feel sorry for Pastor Gary. That's the dumbest thing you'll ever do. Feel sorry for somebody else. Amen? You want to encourage me sometime? I appreciate that, but please don't ever feel sorry for me. I've got the best life. A lot of pastors, I guess they got it rough. I show up here on a Sunday morning and six men get in a truck with me for about an hour and pray with me. Who does that? Who has the support I have? Nobody. You hear me? It's just the way it is. I just love my life. Amen? God's blessed me. Just want you to hear that out of me today. Amen. Let's go to the Word for a moment. Not long. We ain't got long. Okay? Because we got to eat. That's the way it goes. It's a good thing you've got sort of a fat preacher, but I'm just saying. Now, I will say things that are offensive occasionally. Like if you just took offense to that, well, join the club. Here we go. I'm not picking on you. I'm picking on me. Here we go. Anyway, I love to eat. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to eat. How many of you are doing the same thing? Where am I going to go? Haven't made my mind up yet. Put your hand down. Come on. Let's go with a little series. I'm going to finish it today. 2020 Vision with a brief message, Seeing What God Sees. We've done this series since the new year. Going to quit it today and have a brand new series starting next week. But 2020 Vision, Seeing What God Sees. When the Browns were here, I also did a brief message, and it was on a paradox. And the way to to get to heaven is to become as a little child. Remember? And that goes against our thinking. We think, you know, I've got to do my best. I've got to earn my way. No, that's a grown-up idea. See, children, they just receive. Children just expect to be fed, and they expect their parents to take care of them, and, you know, things like that, and they just trust them. But we get grown, and we know better. And life's been hard. Now we think we've got to earn it, and we throw that into our salvation. And so somehow now salvation going to heaven's on us. It ain't on you. It's on Jesus. He's the one that... T- You've had your scars, but they won't get you to heaven. His scars will get you to heaven. You understand? That's called a paradox. The greatest... How can you know, go to heaven be like a child? It sounds goofy. Well, here's another one today, just a little paradox, seeing things the way God sees them. The way to become great is to become small. Say that with me. The way to become is to become what? Well, it sounds crazy. In business, the way to become great? Shove, push, work hard, do whatever. That's the way we think sometimes. If I'm going to be great, that's going to, it's going to be on me. I'm all about hard work. But guys, there's, there's a better way. It's called humility. There's a better leadership style than just shoving and pushing. 
especially in the Christian life. Are y'all hearing me or not? Good. Here we go. Let's talk about it for about 10 minutes. Let's see what we can find. It's good to have Ray Ray back there with me today, and he's running those buttons as Raj is on a couple of week vacation. He'll be back next week, but thank you, buddy. We appreciate you. You're doing a great job today. Amen. Let's go to the Scriptures. 2020 vision. Here's a 2020 verse for you. Matthew 2020. Then came to him, that's to Jesus, then came to Jesus, the mother of Zebedee's children. Now, don't think these are like little kids. They are, you know, she's got her sons there with her, okay? Her name is Salome. She's the wife of Zebedee, and she's coming to Jesus with her two grown sons. Can you say grown? Grown. And they were worshiping him, and she and them were desiring a certain thing from Jesus. Now, how many right now, you know where I'm going with this story? Let me see some hands. How many of you don't have a clue? Let me see some hands. Good. Here we go. Clue or not, we're going to say something you may not have heard. We're talking about the way to become great is to become small. Well, who are these sons? This mama's coming to Jesus with a request. We're not going to tell you what it is yet. But she has a request for her two sons. Now, who are her sons? They are James and John. We're going to read that in just a little bit. They were fishermen, James and John. They fished on the Sea of Galilee. They weren't like recreational, let's go fish and have a good time. No, they did this for a living. They were fishermen. I know fishermen and fisherwomen in Inglewood. Sometimes I'll do a funeral. I did one recently for a dear sweet girl in our church who lost her daddy. And they're from down around Pine Island area, down that way. And uh, they're fishermen folk. And when I do a funeral for people like that, these people, you hardly ever see them sometimes. They come out of the woodwork. Bill overalls. The blue jeans. A lot of them, the beards. Their hands so rough like sandpaper. Cut all up. These are fishermen people. And that's who we were down here for many, many years. And some of them still, that's how they make their living. And they're good people and they're tough people. These boys were tough. Don't think Jesus called sissies when he called these men to follow him. And I'm not trying to be ugly. He needed some men. He needed some tough jokers. He was going to be doing something crazy. He didn't call religious people. No, y'all fine. I'm going to take these jokers right here. And he called them and they were fishing with their fillet knives and just rough. And who knows what kind of language they use. But he said, you, st- you drop all that and you follow me. And I'll make you fisher of men. And they did. James and John were two of them. They were fishermen. And going on, just a, scr- a scripture early on that talks about it. Going on from thence, Jesus saw two brothers. James, the son of Zebedee, John, his brother. They were in a ship or a boat with their daddy Zebedee. And they were mending their nets. And Jesus called them. Keep looking. They're two of the first ones that Jesus called. They were often mentioned with Peter. So seemingly, they're very close to Jesus. If you read your Bible, which you should, you'll see this as a pattern. Peter blank and blank. Fill the blanks in. Peter blank and blank. James and John. It's never James and John and Peter. It's always Peter and then who? They were close. Could have been cousins. Certainly probably were fishing associates, people that work together, work with one another. 
And that's who Jesus called on his team. They were tough. Now, Jesus called them this. How do I know they're tough? Because I read the Scriptures. And I have a brain. I can figure some of this stuff out. Because it's just real life. That's the, that's the problem a lot of us have with our spiritual lives. It's like it ain't a real life. You need to love the Lord and live for the Lord in your real life. Now, just on Sunday, we dress it up. Look at me. I'm spiritual now. Now I'm a bum. Listen, just let the Lord work in your life and you can walk with the Lord. Amen. He called them this name. Say it with me. Jesus called James and John the what? You get ten different preachers, they'll give you ten different reasons. Why Jesus called them the sons of thunder. He said it, I believe, just one time. I could be wrong on that. And James, the son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, Jesus surnamed them Bonerges, which I can hardly say, which is the what? Sons of thunder. He called these boys, he nicknamed them. I like that about Jesus. You hear me or not? Nicknamed them suckers. The sons of thunder. Wonder why he called them the sons of thunder. I got a little bit of thoughts on it. Well, they were both fervent followers of Jesus. They were all in. They were all in. They were with Jesus. Everywhere he went. But why the sons of thunder? Well, one time Jesus was traveling like they did all the time. And they came to Samaria and they needed a place to stay. But the Samaritans and the Jews were prejudiced against one another. And so they asked for lodging for Jesus and and the boys. And they refused them lodging. Uh Uh-oh. So what happened? When his disciples, what's their names? When they heard about it, they saw this. They saw this. They said, Lord, should we command fire to come down from heaven and consume these suckers just as Elias did? My opinion was that's the way these guys were. They were sons of thunder. You hear me? Push me, buddy. Anybody that messed with Jesus or were disrespectful to Jesus had to deal with them. Now, I don't think Jesus gave them that, that ministry. You're my hit man. I don't think that's the way it was. Some people are just like that. I'm going to tell you somebody's like that. I'm going to surprise you. Is my wife in here? I'm going to tell you right now, there is not a nicer person on the planet, in my opinion, than Kim Clark. She's sweet. She's kind. She's the last one to say something. She's just that way. Unless you say something about me. And then she'll take your head off. I'm just giving you a warning. I mean, I don't know. I'm just telling you. I ain't saying it's a good characteristic. I'm just saying that's who she is. I have to tell her sometimes, no, honey, no, it, it's all right. That's the way people are sometimes. And she's like, Whoa. So she's my wife of thunder. Thunder woman. Thunder woman. Not wonder woman. Thunder woman. But that's these guys. i got to keep moving. But I think you get the gist, yes? 
Keep looking. And that may be where they got the name that Jesus gave them, the nickname Sons of Thunder. Just a thought. I think it's a pretty good thought, actually. Let's go back to the story. The way to become great is to become small. We didn't tell you the story. We're going to do it now. Mama came to Jesus with the, with the sons. And the mama said, Jesus said to the mama, James and John's mama, what is it you need? She says unto Jesus, grant that these two sons of mine, James and John, may sit the one on your right hand and the one on your left hand in your kingdom. That's a little bit odd, ain't it? What kingdom? Now, we read the Scriptures and we know that the kingdom will come one day in Jesus. I think in their day, they thought that Jesus, they didn't have the, the knowledge we had, even though they'd been talking to Him. I believe they thought that He was going to just overthrow Rome. He was going to come into Jerusalem as Messiah, going to kick their tail, run them out of Dodge. And she was seeing Jesus. Look at him. Look right there. And who's on the left and the right? My boys. Look at him. Right there. That's my opinion. Jesus heard a request and answered and said, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink of the cup that I've got to drink of? By the way, this is not long before he'll go to the cross. And to be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with... Now say that last part with me. They say unto him. Say it with me. See, John and James are in on this. This ain't just mama's crazy request. That's what they want. We can do it. We're the sons of thunder. Who better than us to take care of you? And he said unto them, you shall indeed drink of my cup. Hmm. And you will be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and sit on my left hand, it ain't mine to give. But it shall be given to them for whom it's prepared of my Father. I want us to learn something today, church. I want you to see the Son of the living God who humbles Himself. He, he knows what's going to happen. He's God Himself. But He always submitted Himself to His Father's will. We're so quick. i got to watch my language. We're so quick to take our mess and go home when we don't get our way. And here's the Son of the living God who humbles Himself under, under Almighty God's hand. Y'all hear me or not? Did I lose you on that? Did you know if Jesus can humble himself even unto death, the death of the cross, and take our sins, I think you and I could learn to be smaller. How about that? You think we might could learn that? Yes or no? And when the ten, who's the ten? The disciples. The twelve of them. When the other ten heard what these boys requested, these men, they were ticked stinking off. Against those two guys, James and John. I mean, they were mad. And these are people that you don't want to get in a fight with. They will knock you out or cut you with a fillet knife. But Jesus called unto them and said, You know that the princes of the Gentiles, this is how they exercise dominion. They exercise dominion over people. And they that are the greatest authority are upon them. Keep looking. We're trying to learn something. The way to become great is to become small. But it's not going to be so with you guys. We're not going to run 
the church. We're not going to run Christianity. We're not going to reach this world for Christ. Jesus speaking. If we're going to do it the government way. Amen. We're not going to do it the way the other governments have done before. The smallest is going to be the greatest. It's not the greatest that's going to lord over people. That's not the way we're going to do this. But whosoever will be great among you, say it with me, let him be your what? Minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your what? You want to lead, serve. You want to be great, minister to people. Even as Jesus speaking, even as the Son of Man, even as I, He says, I didn't come here to this earth to be ministered to. Say it with me. But to what? And to do what? Give my what? Life a what? We're almost done. You learning anything from Jesus today? The way to become great is to become small. Well, what happened with these fellows? We could talk all day on this, but we're going to quit. They got it. <laughs> they got it. They learned this lesson. Did they learn it right then? No. They saw Jesus go to the cross. They slept, remember, when he asked them to pray. The Bible says not just Peter forsook Jesus. They all forsook him and denied him. They all ran. So it's not something you learn right away, being small. But they did learn it. How do I know? Well, I've got the Scriptures I can see. What did James do? Well, according to the book of Acts, it looks like James was the first apostle that gave his life for Christ. He was killed for the sake of sharing Jesus Christ. He got it, didn't he? He was. He did drink of the same cup, didn't he? He was baptized with the same baptism of Jesus, wasn't he? How about John? Well, John was the last apostle to die. James the first, John the last. That's pretty amazing if you just think of it on that end. He was exiled to where? The Isle of what? How do we know? Where do we see that? In the book of blank. Revelation, last book in the Bible. He's exiled to die like a dog. But he got it. John became known, say it with me, as the apostle of what? Matter of fact, as you read along in the Scriptures, as John's writing, he'll refer to himself, I believe, as the disciple whom Jesus loved. <laughs> he was known as the beloved disciple. He wrote the Gospel of John, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, and he also wrote the book of Revelation. But just in the book of 1st John, which only has five chapters, the word love is mentioned how many times? You know how many times I'm going to sit on the right or on the left is mentioned? Zero. He got it, didn't he? The question is, does Gary have it? Do you have it? The way to become great is to become small. When it's all said and done about my life, I hope they'll say, He loved people. He was not better 
than them. That, I'd love that. Gary didn't think he was better than other folk. And he loved us. I hope that's what they say for me. When I'm dead and gone, I hope that somebody will show up at McDonald's. And you remember that crazy guy that used to sit in the back? What greater thing can be said that we love our, our people in our town, our neighbors, our friends, our family? Yes or no, church? Isn't that great? Isn't that what you want to be said of you? I got this much in my bank account. I did this. I mean, it makes a great little talk every once in a blue moon. But love never fails. Amen? Forty times. Guess who wrote this verse, John? Under the inspiration of the Spirit, he wrote what Jesus said to them. Say it with me. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. It wasn't about who's going to sit on the right or the left. It was who's going to, who's going to share the gospel and love people even if it kills you. They got it. I love these guys. And they were just like me. Crazy people. Amen? We're almost done. James and John were great because they became small. That's why they were great. Not because of what they wanted. So they got it, guys. They got it. They got it. They got it. Thank you, Lord. They gave up the ambition to sit at the right and left hand of Jesus. They just gave that up. You know, it's okay to give up some crap in your life that shouldn't be in your life. Some, some ambitions that you have, some things that really don't matter, or they're just not right. And say, Lord, <laughs> I don't need that. Help me, Lord. Humble me, Lord. Say that with me. Humble me, Lord. Humble me, Lord. They gave their lives for the Lord and for people. Last slide this morning. Love Jesus and love people. That's greatness. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Strength. And love your who? As yourself. That is greatness. Nothing compares to that. Let's praise the Lord. We're done. I told you about 13 minutes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's get on our feet. Praise the Lord. Come on, we did it. I ask you not to leave. You're fine. You're no hunger and I am. Grief. Amen. If you want a great place to go to lunch, you come see me later. I got a list. I know this town. Amen. I'm so glad you're here. Let's close reverently, though, respectfully. You want to do it because you don't want James and John jumping on you. Let's do that. Lord, thank you for a great day, a great day, a great day. Lord, from the moment I got on this campus to praying with these friends of mine, these men who pray with me, to seeing all the servers work and do and set up and work so hard, to the band singing, to Jerry pouring his heart out. He's sort of sick today, but you never could tell it, Lord. You filled him up, Lord, to this time in the Word. What a good morning we've had. Lord, I pray this message will find good ground. The way to become great is to become small. Help us all, Jesus, to learn at your feet. Help us to get down low at your feet. To humble ourselves at your feet. You're God, we're not. Lord, I pray for people today 
who are listening to us online, radio, or right now in this audience. Lord, I pray. I pray that every one of us will humble ourselves. Lord, we've grown up, many of us now. And we got things sort of screwed up, Lord. We think it's us that's going to get us to heaven. We think it's going to church that's going to get us to heaven. Lord, we got it all messed up. I pray today that all of us will be small today. We won't think that, that we could sit on the right hand or the left, Lord. Please, Lord, show us today the error of our way. Lord, I pray that everyone will know they must confess Jesus Christ. Lord, you say in your word, you say, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. Help us, Lord. Help none to leave lost today. Not one, Lord. Not one to leave lost. To get in their car, turn that key, thinking they're fine when they're not. Speak to us right now. Humble us right now. Help us to take care of us right now. Just us thinking about us for a minute. Help us, Lord. In Jesus' name. Guys, with heads bowed, this is what I do every weekend here. It's important to me. If I say I love Inglewood and love the people of Inglewood, I can't let you just come in here, come in here not knowing Jesus, and somehow you're just going to walk out of here on your way to hell. That's crazy. And that doesn't have to happen. Would you humble yourself and let me lead you in a prayer? The Bible says if you'll confess with your mouth Jesus, if you'll believe in your heart, down in your gut, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. You'll be a Christian.